episode 97, Faith, Hope and Love, The Most Holy Trinity, Year B. be God the Father, and the only begotten Son of God, and also the Holy Spirit, for he has shown us his merciful love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Welcome everyone to this Trinity Sunday. As we gather together as brothers and sisters in Christ, one family in God, let's call to mind our sins so as to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you have revealed yourself as the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. You have poured out on your people the Spirit of truth. Christ, have mercy. You are the Good Shepherd, leading us to eternal life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, who by sending into the world the word of truth and the spirit of sanctification, made known to the human race your wondrous mystery, grant us, we pray, that in professing the true faith, we may acknowledge the trinity of eternal glory and adore your unity, powerful in majesty. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 4, verses 32 to 34 and 39 to 40. Moses spoke to the people, saying, Ask now about former ages, long before your own, ever since the day that God created man on the earth. Ask from one end of heaven to the other, Has anything so great as this ever happened? Or has its like ever been heard of? 
Has any people ever heard the voice of a God speaking out of a fire, as you have heard and lived? Or has any God ever attempted to go and take a nation for himself from the midst of another nation, by trials, by signs and wonders, by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and by terrifying displays of power, as the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your very eyes? So acknowledge today and take to heart that the Lord is God in heaven above and on the earth beneath. There is no other. Keep his statutes and his commandments, which I am commanding you today for your own well-being and that of your descendants after you, so that you may long remain in the land that the Lord your God is giving you for all time. The Word of the Lord Happy the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. The word of the Lord is faithful and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right and fills the earth with his love. By his word the heavens were made, by the breath of his mouth all the stars. He spoke and they came to be, he commanded they sprang into being. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord, the Lord is our help and our shield. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Happy the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 8, verses 14 to 17. Brothers and sisters, all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons and daughters of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption to sonship. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if in fact we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. The Word of the Lord Glory to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to God who is, who was, and who is to come. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 to 20. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, to the end of the age.
the Gospel of the Lord. I think the following quote from the great English writer C.S. Lewis says so much about the Trinity. He writes, Three persons, one God of love. People seem not to notice that the words God is love have no meaning unless God contains at least two persons. Love is something that one person has for another person. If God was a single person, then before the world was made, he was not love. Christians believe that the living, dynamic activity of love has been going on in God forever and has created everything else. In Christianity, God is not a static thing, but rather a personal dynamic, pulsating activity, a life, almost a drama, almost a kind of dance. I love the Trinity, which is just as well because it is an indispensable part of our Christian faith. It is certainly not, as some people might be heard to say, just an academic construct, but rather the Holy Trinity is an absolute necessity to get us to grasp and have a glimpse into the breadth, depth and diversity of God's inner nature, which is implicitly community and inherently relational and loving. My favourite image of the Trinity, as I probably have mentioned before, is the very famous icon by Andrei Rublev from the 15th century. It is literally depicting the visit of the three angelic persons, representing God, who visits Abraham and Sarah and stays to share a meal provided by Abraham and Sarah and their reverent hospitality. Firstly, all persons of the Trinity in this picture are portrayed as humans, not just two people and a dove. Although the dove is an ancient symbol of the Holy Spirit and quite valid, it can sometimes not capture the fact that we believe in three persons, equal, in sharing the one divine nature. I also love this icon of the Trinity because it captures the perfect inner relationship that exists within God, who is three persons. When I look at the picture, it's as if each of them is deferring to one another and at the same time giving and receiving. There's a precedence and a respect and in return they give it right back. It's perfect harmony, perfect giving, perfect receiving. And the scene that it's depicting seems to be one pointing to the food at the table and saying to the other, please be my guest, you eat first. And the other saying, thank you, I appreciate that. Now please, you take something for yourself. Thank you, you're so kind and on it goes, infinitely. The community and nature of God is perfect hospitality, perfect relationship, absolute respect and reverence, fully respecting and loving the person for who they are. It's this wonderful life that Jesus is inviting us into, into the very life of God, whom he is one person of. We're invited to share in this perfect harmony of the Trinity, and if we accept, it will transform us and the world around us. We're invited into the very inner life of God, and we are sons and daughters of God and heirs of God. But as a way of keeping us humble, we're also heirs to Christ's suffering, for God suffers in this self-sacrificing and generous love, this love that gives without counting the cost, and in the Gospel, One of my all-time favourite gospel passages ever, Jesus promises us that he will be with us always, even to the end of time. 
But again, we're reminded that by becoming God's people, sons and daughters of God and heirs to the kingdom, this comes with a task as well. It is our job to live with an outreaching love towards others and an outreaching love to the world. As God the Trinity lives, we are told that we must go out into the world. The cost of entry into this eternal relationship with God is to always remain outward-looking, turning out towards others and to the world, willing to suffer for participating in the outreaching, generous, unselfish and giving love of God. At the table of the Holy Trinity, there's no room for self-interest, stinginess, inward-looking. God is always on the outlook for just one more person to be part of the family, and then one more after that, and so on, infinitely. God's always reaching out, open and generous. The more we, as individuals and as Christian communities, reflect the inner life of the Trinity, the more we're participating in that Trinitarian life. And it makes a huge difference to us and to the world. It's no wonder that our Lord Jesus is really made present to us in the Eucharist, encountered in the form of a divine, sacred meal. It's very poignant that Jesus was put to death because of, among other reasons, the people he ate with, the people he tried to include, who others didn't want included. God is love and God is relationship. It is great to share a meal and encounter a glimpse of what God, a trinity of persons, shares all the time. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We are all called to reflect the love of God wherever we go. Let us pray that the example of our lives may touch the world. For the Church that it may continue its mission of spreading the good news of Christ throughout the world. Lord, hear us. For the work of the Church, that many may respond to the call of missionary work in the places they live and work. Let us pray. For people facing famine and deprivation, that those who have sufficient food and resources may share those with those in need. Lord, hear us. For ourselves, that we may recognise our baptismal calling to work responsibly in the life-giving mission of the Church. Lord, hear us. For the sick and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. 
Lord, hear us. For our deceased relatives and friends, and all who have no one to pray for them, that they may experience the love of the Trinity in heaven, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Loving God, you are a trinity of persons. With complete trust we implore you to receive these prayers we make. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Sanctified by the invocation of your name, we pray, O Lord our God, this oblation of our service, and by it make of us an eternal offering to you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For with your only begotten Son and the Holy Spirit, you are one God, one Lord, not in the unity of a single person, but in a trinity of one substance. For what you have revealed to us of your glory, we believe equally of your Son and of the Holy Spirit, so that in the confessing of the true and eternal Godhead, you might be adored in what is proper to each person, their unity and substance, and their equality in majesty. For this is praised by angels and archangels, cherubim and seraphim too, who never cease to cry out each day, as with one voice they acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Since you are children of God, God has sent into your hearts the Spirit of His Son, the Spirit who cries out, Abba, Father. Let us pray. May receiving this sacrament, O Lord our God, bring us health of body and soul, as we confess your eternal Holy Trinity and undivided unity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts used in this program are for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. Prayers and chants are taken from the English translation of the Roman Missal, edition 3, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures are from the New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989, by the National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. Adaptations to conform with Catholic liturgical norms, copyright 2009, by the same. Selected Psalms are taken from The Psalms, a new translation, copyright 1963, The Grail, England, published by Collins. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn words based on 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, and set to original music, copyright 1996 by Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au. Contact us at paulwkelly68 at gmail.com. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you.